welcome to the Core Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Banks, a mindset and positive psychology coach. On this podcast, we discuss all things related to creating happiness from within. So let's do it. Welcome back. On today's episode, we are going to be continuing the theme of love and relationships this February. On the last episode, we talked about the importance of building and sustaining strong external relationships. But now we are going to shift the gears back to you. We all know that the most important relationship that we have is the one that we have with ourselves. However, I constantly hear that self-care is selfish or self-compassion is just not realistic because it's hard to treat ourselves as we would a friend. And to me, that just all comes back to the lack of self-love. So today we're going to focus on wrapping the month of love with a deep dive into the art of self-love. Now, in a world that is so often marked by chaos and constant demands, cultivating a really deep, meaningful relationship with ourselves is so critical for our overall well-being. The journey of self-love is an art within itself, really. It's a delicate process that requires patience and compassion and most of all, commitment. So let's take a look at the concept of self-love and let's look at why it's significant and what we can do to cultivate a healthier relationship with ourselves. Self-love is often a term that is used but not always fully understood. So let's start there. Self-love goes beyond the surface level of self-care, right? We think of pampering oneself. But self-love involves accepting and embracing every aspect of who we are. It's acknowledging our worth. It's treating ourselves with kindness and respect. Think about that. I want to just literally take a minute and think about that. Think about accepting and embracing every aspect of who you are. And if you think it seems daunting, and if you're like, well, I don't know if I can say that I do accept and embrace every aspect of who I am, then that's why we're talking about this topic today. To embark on the journey of self-love, we must first understand the implications that it has on our mental, emotional, and physical health. At its core, self-love is really the practice of just caring for and prioritizing your needs. It's recognizing your inherent value. It's fostering that positive relationship with yourself. Now, if you're like, well, that sounds a lot like self-care, let's talk about the difference. So while self-love and self-care are interconnected, they are not by any means synonymous, okay? So self-care, for example, involves the intentional actions we take to nourish ourselves, to replenish ourselves physically, emotionally, mentally. On the other hand, self-love is a broader, more profound understanding of acceptance and who you are regardless of your actions or external circumstances. So if you think about self-love and why it's so essential, think about the foundational role in personal development where a healthy relationship with yourself serves as the bedrock for mental resilience, emotional intelligence, and just the ability to navigate life's changes, to navigate changes with grace and confidence. So when we love and we value ourselves, we become better equipped to face adversity 
We make positive choices. We cultivate fulfilling relationships with others. And when we have that sense of self-love and self-respect, we hold the bar for others to treat us the same way. So with that foundational understanding of self-love, the next step would be to explore actionable ways to nurture the relationship with yourself. Let's look at how we can contribute to a gradual and sustainable journey towards loving ourselves. I'm going to start with my favorite. The first one is daily affirmations. I know I've probably said it before. I will say it again. Positive affirmations are such a powerful tool for rewiring our thought patterns and promoting self-love. If you begin your day with affirming your worth, acknowledging your strengths, expressing gratitude for your unique qualities, giving yourself the space to acknowledge and accept and embrace what makes you you, what makes you unique, I think is one of the most important things that we can do. Talk to anyone who incorporates affirmations in their daily lives. They will tell you that it works. Scientifically, we know it works, but sometimes maybe you need to hear it from somebody. I really encourage you to practice it yourself. Over a decade ago, I was working with a coach, and one of the very first things that we talked about was taking affirmations. And I was like, okay, so I'll incorporate these affirmations in my daily life, and I'll, I'll read them every day. And she was like, no, I want you to go further. I want you to record yourself reading these affirmations, and I want you to play them back to yourself every night before you fall asleep. And when I tell you, hearing yourself say affirmations on a daily basis is the most powerful thing that you could ever do. Reading it silently and acknowledging it is one thing, but when you record yourself and play it back and you hear, literally hear in your own words, the positive affirmations coming in, it rewires your brain. It really does. So I encourage you to do it. There are plenty of affirmations on corehappiness.com or you can Google it, make up your own to help acknowledge your worth and your strengths, express gratitude for your uniqueness and take a step further. Now we have phones that have recording features. We can make voice notes, record it onto your phone, play it back to yourself and you will truly see changes. I promise you. So let's move on to step two, mindful self-compassion. This is a big one because the practice of self-compassion within itself is treating yourself with the same kindness that you would offer a friend, right? And I know I've heard, but it's so hard to treat ourselves as we would a friend. It's it's a very different relationship. It's a very different sense of empathy. But self-compassion is exactly that. You have to embrace the understanding that imperfections are a natural part of being human. And this comes up a lot with perfectionists, people who are even self-claimed perfectionists. There's no such thing as being perfect. So even if you can't look at yourself as you would a friend, you can look at yourself as a human being. And you can understand that imperfections are a natural part of being human. Perfection, by definition, does not exist. So respond to your struggles. Respond to your adversity with empathy and support because you're human. And now, step three, establish boundaries. I know I've talked about boundaries a lot on this podcast. It's because they are crucial. Creating and maintaining healthy boundaries is such an important aspect of self-love. It's important to learn to say no when necessary. Boundaries are important to help prioritize your needs. And most importantly, boundaries are important because they communicate assertively to protect your well-being. Whether it's mental, physical, emotional, you have to protect your well-being. That's why boundaries are important. And again, it's not just important to establish boundaries, 
but it's also extremely important to maintain them. Because as I've said before, once you cross the line, like you let someone cross the line of your boundary and you don't hold that boundary, people are going to continuously cross it. It sends a message, this boundary really is not that important to you. So establish your boundaries and maintain healthy boundaries. Now, number four, prioritize self-care. This is where you partake in the activity and engage in actions that bring you joy, relaxation, fulfillment, things that refill your cup, right? We always say you can't pour from an empty cup. So whether it's reading a book, taking a long bath, enjoying a hobby. I love painting, for example. That's one thing I do to refill my cup. Prioritizing your self-care is an integral part of showing yourself love. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. Show yourself love in any way that that means to you. That is a form of self-care. It's the action of showing yourself love. And then number five, embrace gratitude. Cultivate a gratitude practice. Shift your focus towards the positive aspects of your life. Look, we all have negative things that happen to us. We all have life that will just knock us off our rails sometimes and we're like, what is happening? But in all honesty, I think that's when it's most important to try to shift your focus to something positive. And that regular expression of gratitude of your achievements, of your relationships, of the simple pleasures that bring you happiness go a long way with your mindset, your emotional stability, and your overall well-being. Now, those are the top five that are very crucial when it comes to the journey of self-love. But the path to self-love is transformative, so it's not without challenges. So it helps to understand common obstacles and develop strategies to overcome them, right? I mean, in order to have sustained progress, it is helpful to be prepared to know how we would navigate some of those adversities. So let's look at some of the things that can come up. I've already talked about managing perfectionism, but perfectionism can hinder self-love by creating unlisted expectations. And as I've said, we know by definition, perfection does not exist. So even though it's easier said than done, you have to embrace the concept of good enough. Recognize that mistakes will happen, but that mistakes are also opportunities for growth and learning. Try your best, and then whatever comes out of that situation, circumstance, take as a learning opportunity. The next one, which goes back to self-compassion, is overcoming that negative self-talk. We all have that negative self-talk that creeps in the back of our mind, and it's just filled with so much negativity, so much, sometimes hatred, and that is a significant barrier to self-love. So whenever that negative self-talk starts to come, challenge it and reframe those thoughts by consciously replacing it with something positive and affirming. And if you have trouble and you can't think of something positive and affirming, ask a friend, ask a family member or a professional if you need, because that negative self-talk, if you don't put a cap on it and if you don't stop it, it's like a snowball running downhill and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and stronger and stronger and stronger. So you have to curb that negative self-talk. And then the last one is navigating external expectations. Ooh, that's a big one. How many times have you felt some way? I know I have. I know that I need to take a break. I know I need to step away. I know I need to practice self-care. I know I need to rest. I know I need to recuperate. But then I think, oh, how is that going to affect so-and-so, right? There's always these external expectations, whether it's 
from society. Maybe it's your relationships. And that creates a lot of internal conflict because I don't want to let anyone else down. And even though I may need this, it's hard for me to set a boundary. It's hard for me to practice and show myself love because I don't want to let all these people down. External expectations can put a lot of weight on us. So it's important to develop a strong sense of self-awareness, define your values, and align your actions with truly matter to you. Now, when I say define your values and align your actions, a lot of times immediately that goes back to, well, my relationships are the most important thing to me, so I will always take a backseat to the relationships. Okay, now I challenge that thought. If you are constantly taking a backseat to your relationships and you are not prioritizing self-love or self-care, you become drained. You literally, scientifically, cannot show up as your best. So how can you then say, that you want to take care of other people, you want to be there for other people, you want to prioritize everyone else when you don't have the ability or the capacity to do it. If you really care about those relationships and you genuinely care about being the best that you can be so you can be there for your family or for your friends or for your job, then self-love, self-care is 100% a requirement for you to do that. So when you think about your values, understand that the underlining foundation to probably any value that's going through your head right now requires your well-being to do it. So keep that in mind when you're aligning your actions to what truly matters to you. Now I want to just explore a couple of stories that give us an example of individuals who experience significant positive changes through practicing self-love. The first is a young professional, we will call her Sarah who struggled with self-doubt, right? It's the early stages in a career. You usually have imposter syndrome. And through cultivating self-love, she began to accept her unique skills and accomplishments. And the more that she began to accept and appreciate her unique skills, that led to increased confidence. And overall, that confidence and her ability to outperform pretty much anyone. And this wasn't from a perfectionist standpoint. It just was from honing skills and leaning on that confidence allowed her to advance in her career rather quickly, simply through self-love. How can I work on myself? How can I grow? What are my strengths? What are my skills? How can I foster them? That led to confidence. And then all of that led to quick career advancement. It's phenomenal. Now let's look at uh, a guy, we'll call him Mark, and he is a survivor of past trauma. And in order to heal emotional wounds, he embarked on a journey of self-love. Now, in his case, because he was dealing with trauma and emotional wounds, self-love for him was the action of prioritizing self-compassion and seeking therapy. Through his journey, he found peace and resilience in the face of past pain. And imagine that. Imagine really what that would feel like when we carry past trauma and we carry emotional wounds, it's like carrying around hundreds of pounds on your back every single day. So when you're able to find that peace and resilience, and you're able to let that past pain go, it quite literally is like shedding weight. So in Mark's case, prioritizing self-compassion, seeking therapy, allowed him to almost free himself of so much weight, all so much pain that was weighing him down and being able to embrace life and being able to enjoy things that you probably weren't able to enjoy before. That's very powerful. The last example I will give is a woman, let's call her Jane. 
And Jane had a pretty extensive history with toxic relationships. And through self-love, she actually learned to love and value herself, right? We talked about, like, it's accepting who you are. It's learning to love, accept, and respect yourself. And she realized the connection between the lack of accepting herself, the lack of love, the lack of respect. And as I said before, with boundaries, it sets the example of how other people treat you. So with her lack, she was finding the same lack in relationships and how people treated her. So when she embarked upon the journey to truly discover herself, she learned to value herself and she learned to love herself. Then, as she was empowered with self-love, she was able to establish healthy boundaries. This is how I treat myself, and I'm not going to take anything less. And I'm sure you can guess that led to her having fulfilling and respectful connections and relationships. So as I close out this episode, I just want to reiterate that the art of self-love is a continuous and evolving process that requires commitment That commitment then will lead to self-compassion and intentional practices. By understanding the significance of self-love and by taking the steps to incorporate practical strategies that we've talked about into our daily lives, we can actually foster a healthy, fulfilling relationship with ourselves, one filled with love and respect. So as you embark on your own path to self-love, just remember that it is a personal and unique journey, just as authentic as you are. Be patient with yourself, focus on the commitment, celebrate your progress, and approach each day as a new chance to love and honor the incredible individual that you are. That's all we have for today. Until next time, love yourself. I thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to rate it or leave a review. If you have any thoughts or questions, I would love to hear from you. You can email podcast at corehappiness.com. For show notes and additional resources, you can visit www.corehappiness.com. As always, please remember, never let anyone diminish your light. Until next time, sending you my love.